Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm going to do it for Mace, even though Mace is not here today. AK and Momo in for Mason in Ireland today. Obviously, uh, guys... Super Bowl Sunday, right around the corner. Your must-have at a Super Bowl party, Andy, is... Nachos. Ah. Mm. That counts. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You can eat them with one Non-utensils, hand. Non-utensils, yeah. You don't need a utensil. You but you have a to look, though. Depending on the cheese. You <laughs> got to look, right? You got to look down. Well, if when you, you properly constructed your nacho platter, you know what you're getting. Just saying, you know. <laughs> the thing about the nachos is they get soggy really fast. So I'm actually going to go with sliders. Ooh, Emily's making pulled pork sliders for everybody. Right? Boom. I kind of think that like just some just regular either pulled pork or like just little cheeseburgers. Yeah. Like I can eat like 12 of those. <laughs> I'm right there with you. First quarter. Like, like one little pickle on them? Yeah. Oh, A little so bit, good. maybe a little uh, mustard or ketchup yeah. or something on there too. Just but you to, can't just go enough. too much sauce because then a, those get soggy too. And they'll squeeze out I do sauce. like the nachos, but like they have a sort of shelf life. Well, for, for, <laughs> I mean, first of all, not, never, not, not for me. Not, not in my house. I, I have not experienced <laughs> Like how saying. soggy will you eat them? Like if the chip is falling apart. Not a concern. I mean, I'm yeah, telling you, it's not going to reach that We won't get to that point. Right. No, no doubt. I don't. The answer is no, but it's not going to happen. Oh, yeah. Don't ever let me know how many sliders you made, either. Because I'll go John Gotti. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm taking so my taste. It's so easy to yeah. justify yeah. to yourself. Yeah. You're like, yeah. okay, look, if it's basically one burger chopped up. <laughs> like, exactly. You're like, it's like, how many, bur- how many sliders add up to one? Three. Six. Ah, that's right. Yeah, see, is that the right see, answer? No, it's definitely more like three. Yeah. But, but we tell you. Us, ask me. But, <laughs> you can convince yourself you're yeah. basically eating like two kids' meals. And what what's the yeah. problem with that? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's not a problem with let's just be clear, there's not a problem with any of this. I fully support all Super Bowl gluttony. I'm fully on board with all yeah. of it. What about drinks? Is it just traditions we don't beer? Of a skip and go naked. Because that's oh, yeah. what he just turned me I, on I to. I know that drink. Do you? Okay. Yeah, I, I used to bartend. The, oh, that's not a drink I would like. It's too sweet for me. It's, it's very too, sweet. I, I can't drink that. It's very sweet. Ramona, do you know what that is? A skip and go naked. That sounds good. Do you know what that cocktail is? No. It is so blender full of ice with a beer, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of like that uh, pink lemonade concentrate, like the Minute Maid okay. kind of thing. Throw you it put in. that like a third of the can in there and then fill the rest of the the blender with vodka blend it's like a slurpee and it's like a Uh lemonade slurpee that will knock you on your you know what that's proper see that face right there proper yeah (laughs) <laughs> the face you're making is proper. See, the yeah. thing, the way you get drunk is by like a lot of that? sugar and other stuff in there. You don't get drunk necessarily off the straight alcohol. It's all the other stuff. Yeah, that's the point. Okay. That's what we're going for. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl. So what's the drink? Are you a beer person? You never I, well, wine? for Super Bowl party, I think it's beer. Yeah. I think you just go on beer, right? Yeah. Like, Beer's fine. There's Are a- you geek for the game or the halftime show? Uh, who's the, who's in the halftime show? Rihanna. Rihanna. Okay, that answers yeah, my okay. question. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. You? Yeah. Halftime show or, or the game? Depends who the artist is. Always the game. I was always there, want to see the game. Who was the artist you were more interested in than the actual game? Prince. Oh, Prince. Yeah. See, everybody comes up with the same one. Okay. Yeah, Rihanna is like top of the heap for me, but it, she She's doesn't overshadow really the game. Well, Prince, Prince did the thing that was the hardest thing anybody has to do. He had massive expectations and he exceeded them. Well, yeah. he, he also, though... He treated it like an actual concert. Like most of these artists, they basically do the medley review of greatest hits. And it can be good. It can be entertaining. And they put on like, you know, big stage production. But the songs themselves and the presentation is really predictable. Prince did all these different covers. did like a Foo Fighters cover. Yeah. He did a Proud Mary cover. I think he did a Queen cover. You know, he's performing. It's raining out. Right. And Prince's oh. reaction, like, there was a great It's raining and he's in four-inch heels. Yes. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> and awesome. There, there's a great, I think it's The Ringer, did a great oral history of that concert. And it, apparently when it started raining, his eyes blew up like saucers. He was like, yes. Like, he recognized, like. The theater the, of it? Yes. This is the moment. He was like, I can absolutely 
own this thing. <laughs> because again, like it, all the stuff going on, but he treated it like an actual concert as opposed to just like a greatest hits medley that ever, you can predict the song list. Yeah. See what he said about Prince and understanding the moment. That's how I see Mahomes. Mm. That's what I'm saying. If you're betting against him in this situation, you are an absolute fool. Well, you that, deserve to lose your house. I, the Eagles feel like they're a little bit of a better team, but Mahomes feels like the difference maker. And I keep coming back to what you said. I just I can't pick against the team that's got the better quarterback, especially yeah. if it's that dude. And Andy Reid on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. He's also had two weeks. Yeah. Well, to get healthy, right? Yeah, but Philly is. I keep telling Philly is bringing the noise and the pain. So you really think it's Philly? You I think, think Philly, Philly has a shot. Uh, the best way to beat Mahomes is to do what? Not let him play. Play keep away. Keep him on the bench. Yeah. yeah. No one does that better than Philly, and no quarterback does that better than Jalen Hurts. I also think they have nothing. Like, there's no pressure on them. Philly. Like, everybody thinks like the Chiefs should be favored, right? They are favored, I assume. Philly's one and a half. Philly, They're favored? Philly yeah. is a one and a half point fit. So it's close, but they are a narrow okay. favorite. I, I mean, to me, when you have the MVP on your team, we got 48 out of 50 votes. Like, like that that's the team with the pressure on it. Philly, to me, has been a, just a nice story all year. It, see, but that's the thing, because I agree with you. I, I agree with that. But yeah. if they go out there and beat the Chiefs, are we not going to have to kind of recalibrate what we yeah. what they were? Absolutely. Because if they just go out and smash everybody in the yeah. playoffs, win the Super Bowl, yeah. what did they go fifteen and th- uh, two, yeah. or fourteen and three, or whatever it is? Yeah. And one of those was with their backup quarterback, so whatever. We're going to have to recalibrate how good they are if they win. If they don't, it'll be, yeah, it's a cool run. You guys are pretty good, but it's Mahomes. To me, the biggest pressure on the Eagles is like, what do you do with Jalen Hurts, depending on the outcome of this game. Because coming up is the last year of his rookie deal, Mm -hmm. and it's easy to forget now, but heading into this season, there was a lot of doubting about Jalen Hurts and whether or not you could really make him a franchise quarterback. There's still doubt. Yeah, Of course there is. Still doubt, yeah. I mean, there's... Now, it's a tough tough situation to be in. Do you want to extend him? But he just won you a Super Bowl. How do you say no? Well, Even if he takes you to a Super Bowl. I mean, Jared Goff got extended after taking you to a Super Bowl. Well, but in the Eagles' case, though... They're not too far off from being burned by the Carson Wentz experience. Mm. Wow, I'm just wow. saying. Like, I know. I'm with actually. A does lot. that not cut both ways, though? You're, you're right, but they also got burned by Carson Wentz, and they're back in the Super Bowl like that. <laughs> that you know, it's like, hey, sure. we we can make a bad decision and still recover. Well, from yeah, it. yeah. All I'm saying though is, that, you know, depending on how this thing plays out, it wouldn't shock me at all, particularly if Hertz has. You know, what's been uncharacteristic for this season—a bad game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guarantee you. That cycle of questions, whether they should or not, is going to start all over again. I heard this, and I agree with it. If Kansas City wins, Mahomes MVP. If Philadelphia wins, it might not be Jalen Hurts as your MVP. Hassan Reddick. Hands down, might yeah. be the guy that wins it for you. I think that kind of underscores Jalen Hurts this year and going forward. Okay, I'm going to change the subject here a little bit. The trade deadline is passed. The dust is kind of settled. Everybody moved around. You know, everybody. What Emily told me, I think every team but three teams made a deal yesterday wow. or in the last couple of days. Um, Cleveland, Washington, and Chicago, Sacramento. and and Sacramento. Um, what, KD is the obvious answer, right? The Suns yeah. got KD, and they they took themselves from where they are to what they might be the team to beat. Who else is a lot better today than they were a couple of days ago? I think the Lakers are. A lot better? Yeah, I yeah. think they're a lot better. Um, I think the Clippers are better. I think, uh, well, the, the Suns, obviously. Um, the I, I like what the Knicks did. I think getting Josh Hart was really good for them. I mean, there's there's no, like, jo- I mean, the Mavericks, Kyrie is a mm-hmm. big addition. But, like, there's no, like, there was besides Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, there was no, like, big, giant you know, swing of the balance of power. Everybody, a lot of the contenders just got a little bit better. They just got one or two little pieces. The the Clippers and Lakers, I think, in a lot of ways, got better in the same way in that they both traded out guys who either aren't in the rotation or are kind of part-time rotation guys for players that will play. Yeah. So by definition, you're going to get better. Yeah. The Lakers are better because of the guys that are here or because the guys that aren't here? And just meaning one guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of both. I mean, Westbrook personality issues aside, like there's fit issues. There's sure. all that stuff. Like they, they have guys like D'Angelo Russell is not a perfect fit. 
like perfect alongside LeBron and AD, but he is a way better imperfect fit with those guys than Russ ever will be. Like, I, I think he can be a fine fit. I'm just saying he's not perfect. That was very you know, Frank Zappa. It's a, a, a perfect imperfect fit. Explain that. I, I grew up listening. To this. <laughs> yeah, wow. No, I, I yeah. said he, I said he's a better imperfect fit. Better imperfect fit. Okay, I'm trying to wrap my head Does around that. Does the better imperfect fit though? Because here he doesn't really we can fit. Talk he's better than the, the other guys. I think he fits in certain ways. It's yeah. not perfect. Like okay. it, mostly the defense. Okay, fair mostly enough. Mostly the defense. So D'Angelo is here, and Beasley is here, and Vanderbilt's here, and you know Mobamba. They, 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 the team's different. They, they added a lot of new guys. But does it? Are we, are we still back to the same thing that we are always on, which is if Anthony Davis yes. is good, we're, we got a chance. If he's not, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's what it is. But the, to me, I thought I thought the Lakers did about as well as they could possibly do. There was one other move that they were that you know they actually did have some last minute stuff for Bogdanovich, but but Detroit still wanted a first for him, and we were at a level where it was like the. Um, you know why are you going to do a first round pick for a guy that has a player option next year yeah and you'd have to be and when they traded Beverly that was the then they had moved off that like Beverly was the salary piece that you could do to make that work um and I think there was like one more move but I think they actually just addressed so many of the issues with this team, which was just the lack of depth, the they needed some young guys who were like athletic and could go, and and like the lack of shooting. I mean, Vanderbilt's a good Vanderbilt's going to really help them. Mm-hmm. Beasley's a good shooter. Delo's a good shooter, and they sort of figured out how to do it without taking themselves out of the race for Kyrie Irving and keeping one of those first round picks. It's, like that's that was an incredible needle to thread, they improved, but they did they it. Improved their optionality yes. so much better. Like yeah. if nothing else, like remove Kyrie from this equation. Right, their options for bringing back players is so much better now than it was forty eight hours ago. Where you know the players who played well, like Thomas Bryant, who got moved to Denver, yep. they weren't going to be able to resign him. They weren't going to be able to afford to resign him because he was on a one year veterans minimum deal, CBA rules. He's gone. He's already outplayed that. Like, you know, Lonnie Walker, do you want to make him maybe your best option to bring back mm-hmm. price-wise? Like, you're limited with options, and then you're left to the whims of free agency as a team with some cap space, yeah. but not a ton. Now, like, the option of bringing back D'Lo, the option of bringing back Beasley, Vanderbilt, Bomba, these are just better options. Rui Hachimura. Yeah. These are better yeah. options. What, oh, so I think we know what the floor The floor is you make all these moves, you still miss everything, right? You're no yeah. good in the top 10. That's but, the floor. What's the ceiling? What, if, dude, if, I think they can get to the fifth or sixth seed if they get on a run here. If people say healthy, they get on a run. Like, you know, um, Dave McMenamin made a really good point yesterday when we were on our show that he, he was covering those Cavs. Remember the year when the Cavs went and got all these old dudes and then it's they like isaiah thomas and dwayne wade Wade, and then like in the middle of the year they were just like totally in a funk and they just traded like half the team yeah and it wasn't like so much difference like it wasn't like all these guys that they got were so much better but they were just like you know what this whole mix sucks let's just change it up let's just get some different it's like it was like the like the trade deadline equivalent of doing some sage you know and sage sponging, you know yeah, yeah. and like i kind of think that's what the lakers did like pat bev you know had can they some beat good people moments. in the playoffs huh can they beat people in the playoffs yeah i really think so like but again it's the same thing if they stay home but yeah i would say the same thing like dallas doesn't have luka Doncic, you know i mean if if yeah, the warriors but, but don't have is, Steph, is that the like, same thing ramona I, I keep going back like to say kevin durant needs to be healthy sure luka yeah, sure yeah. but ad isn't just the normal i'm in i'm out he's constantly but same in with kd out. though Kevin Durant is exactly the same. No, no, the no, there's one. No, there's, there's one exception. More of Kevin Durant than eight. But, more, but he's always an injury. He, he's concern. an injury yeah. concern. But when he's not injured, he kicks your ass. Great, but no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 no, the, you're right. Anthony you're Davis right about does that. not. Oh, no, do no, that. no, I don't. Yeah, disagree, yeah. I don't yeah. disagree with <laughs> that. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. But it doesn't matter if he's not available. And there's the same injury concerns with KD, with Kyrie. I mean, with Kyrie. Actually, I was going to say with Kawhi, but Kyrie too. Like. AD is just the more frustrating of some of these guys oh, with the same beyond. concerns. 
but the concerns are the same everywhere. AD just but he has he wears them worse. Where he's in the lineup but ineffective. Last night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. In Tuesday versus there, OKC. It's just like, whoa. He his return has not juiced this team the way I hoped it would. There, Ramona, you may know this off the top of your head. Al has this number, and I want to say because yeah. they lost last. I think they're four games under five hundred with him, and two games under five hundred without know. him. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, it's it's yeah. it's one of those odd things that they're actually slightly worse with him. I don't. I mean, here's the thing: so much of success in the NBA is consistency and giving a team time to catch a rhythm. I like. I'm stealing that phrase from James. That phrase from James Harden, where he's like, "You got to catch a rhythm." You know, like you got to get the same guys out there night in and night out, catch a rhythm, figure out a style of play. I actually think the Lakers have figured that out. Now they have to refigure that out when you take Westbrook out of the lineup um, and figure out who's going to be, you know, that second unit. Because mm-hmm. they had gotten to a point where they had like four good players. They had like four guys who could play. Like AD, LeBron, Dennis Schroeder, and some version of West, you know, like yeah. Westbrook, I Russ guess. Russ was still in the upper third of talent yeah. on that team. Right. But he had become a liability at the end of games. And then, you know, on any given night, Lonnie might have a decent game or Austin Reeves or Troy Brown or those. Like, it was one of those guys. But, like, they just did not have enough guys who yeah. can play. They got a lot more guys who can yeah. play now, yeah. and it still goes through AD. It's it's the weirdest yeah. thing. It's that you moved it; it's they, better, but the, they the, need the problem that's the problem is still yeah. the problem. They need him back to that MVP level that he was for about twenty games. You Cross guys your need fingers. to write songs right there. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Super Crosstalk is powered by In and Out Burger. That's what a hamburger's all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you on Monday. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Ah! Ah! Momo's got no voice. She can't the do voice, the growl. The voice. The, the low growl is totally fine today. It actually probably helped me clear my throat. Right. Let it out. out. I feel like everyone in LA has like terrible allergies right now. Is that is that oh. just me? I was just telling Greg, my daughter's going through something right now too. Oh. I'm like, I'm not sick. I've taken all these COVID tests. I don't feel sick. I just sound terrible. No, my my wife actually, because we oh. had we had a COVID issue in our house. Andy Kamenetsky, Ramona Shelburne, in for the guys on an effort Friday, and with yes, both Momo and I. Operating on zero sleep. I think this is going to be a serious effort Friday. It, we, it just may have to be. But um, my daughter had COVID about a week and a half ago. She's fine now. But like my wife and I were working really hard to keep from getting it from her. But she had been feeling sick as well. She kept testing, kept testing negative, And we figured out it's the allergy stuff. It's the sinuses that you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, it just, well, it starts with allergies and then it goes, like, everybody thinks that they, oh, I have COVID. Now when you get sick, oh, I have COVID. I must have it, you know. But I really think it's the pear blossoms. Like, you know, every fruitless pear tree is flowering in LA or something. Then we had all these winds and all the rain. And I'm like, what? This No, this is, springtime is supposed to be a beautiful time of year. It's not supposed to make me feel like my, I want to scratch my eyeballs out. <laughs> I'm like, ah all the time yeah plus like you're you're up all night writing yeah, stories no. like this is, this is a busy time for you yeah this was a lot 
It's uh, this was a lot this week. And well, it was also it was almost like too much. Don't you feel like you couldn't digest everything this week? It was almost impossible, especially yeah. during the trade deadline day. I mean, it was it was just so much going in and out. There's all these yeah, different but then teams. There was like and LeBron breaking Kareem's record, and then I remember like the the Lakers put out a a, a you know a, a release. Not a release, but like they were letting all of us know, hey, uh, Kareem's going to talk to the media tomorrow before the game, and we're going to do a ceremony for LeBron. And I was like, I can't believe that I'm skipping these amazing events because I have to write about, you know, the trade deadline and Kevin Durant moving and all that. Like, on some level, don't you ever feel like this? Like, sometimes we, we forget to actually watch the basketball games. Like the NBA feels like it's all about the drama. And then we forget like, oh, the basketball games are awesome. And then this is like a crowning achievement of two men's careers, right? And a historic moment. And I was I was actually really glad to be in the building Tuesday night where we could just be present and feel that. Well, you know what it is? It's because the industry that we're in, the world that we all live in, it's this constant, constant yeah. urge to create more content, like yeah. break down more. What yes. does it all mean? What does it all mean? How to find a different way to spin what it means, you know, spin it forward. We're always told yeah. you never actually just take it. Yeah, in. just be it. And that's why, like, it was so cool when LeBron broke the record and they stopped the game. It was really nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was what you're, what you're supposed to do. They did it with yeah. uh, Kareem, too. But at the same time, like, as Laker fans, the basketball has not been great. Like as much as the basketball games are really fun to watch on most nights, the ba- the Laker games have not been fun per se to be watching recently. Well, you know, I actually thought in that moment when they broke the game, and a reminder by the way too, uh, listen all day to win the lie of the day prize. It's a good one right now. Eight seven seven. Really good. Seven ten ESPN. The first person to identify the lie of the day, which is going to come from Momo. It's Momo's lie. And she's delirious, so who knows what she's yeah. going to come up with. You win <laughs> two passes to walk inside the ropes at the iconic Riviera Country Club on Friday, February 17th. And the Riviera will be there. Be there. Roar. I. This is how delirious I am. Roars is in the copy. Sure. I, <laughs> I was about to read Roars. The Riviera. Be there as the PGA Tour returns to L.A. February 16th through the 19th. Get your tickets at GenesisInvitational.com. Plus, uh, certain someone's going to be there, correct? Yeah, t- Tiger Woods is going to be there. This I can't be a- believe this. I would like This is like two years ago. Two years ago, I was standing outside a hospital after he had a car accident at this event, like during this event crazy right but we're gonna be giving away the lie today at 3 30 today so we're gonna the lie will happen from now until 3 30 today you have to figure it out give us a call at 3 30 on 877-710-3776 and you can win these inside the ropes have you ever been to a tournament when tiger's playing i have not it's insane yeah. i've been one time i believe actually greg and i were talking about this before the show i'd forgotten which place i think it actually was riviera it's like watching the Pied Piper play golf uh, because, like, the entire gallery just moves with him. Like, this was like Tiger Peak Tiger that I saw this, and I never. I've only been to a couple golf matches, so it's yeah. like I, I don't know how common this is, but it seems unusual. Like, you would just see the entire gallery move hole to hole to hole because everybody wanted to see Tiger. That's awesome. It was crazy. Yeah. So this is this is a rare, this is an unusual opportunity. And I like to lie. I know you I'm do. not good at it nor in real life, but on this show, I think I've gotten better at it. Are you bad at it in real in life? In real life, I'm terrible. Like, my mom has an awful poker face. I'm like, ba- really terrible. bad. She's terrible. My... My wife has a difficult time with it. Like, I think she's very easy to read. Yeah. I actually think I'm pretty good. Like, if I want to. I can to. see that. You have an evil streak. I know you. I, I could lie and say no. <laughs> Are you the evil you. Cam? Yeah, he is. It's not like Brian doesn't have evil in him, no. right? No. Brian's not evil. And he's got a dark side. There's no, there's no part of Brian that, that just wants to see the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's, you know, it's not 50% see of me. See how callously he says that? Yeah. There's a 10% part of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Depending on the right day, yeah. could bump it up to 25. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there could be those days. Okay, are you going to be actually able to gear up Momo for the Super Bowl? Like, do you think you can rally in 48 hours? Well, like, what do you think my Super Bowl party is going to be like? <laughs> Wrestling two children? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, the game will be on. The children may watch something else. Like, is the oldest one now? No. Is- the answer is no. He, w- he would much rather watch Paw Patrol. 
Yeah, my my daughter is eleven. <laughs> yeah. She, other than volleyball, she plays volleyball. She yeah. has no interest in sports yeah. at all. Yeah. I always feel bad for her during the Super Bowl because my wife and I are both big football fans. Yeah. She has no interest whatsoever. Greg's daughter's in the same boat. Yeah, she's eleven and she absolutely hates sports and she's going to hate me on Sunday because I said I. She'll always every time I put on a game, yeah. whether it's a UCLA game or a Laker game or whatever, she goes, "Do you have to watch this for work?" If it's okay if you have to watch it for work, but if it's just for fun, yeah, you got to turn it off because we yeah. only have one TV. Is oh. it just going to be? How do you only have one TV? Because I don't want her to have a TV in her room, oh, and yeah, I okay. don't have a TV in my room. I get so that. So one TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a lot of TVs. One singular forty-seven-inch TV. I need to go to Mirror. That's yeah, it. That hundred. <laughs> you know what you got to do is you got to get like a secret TV. A secret TV, hide it in my closet. Yeah. <laughs> secret TV. It's the equivalent to like you know you always talk about the like the, the dad having the secret porn stash or whatever. <laughs> like, got you know like they, a like, secret TV. Dad, why are you in your closet? <laughs> yeah. You in a podcast. TV. You're supposed to knock before you come in. Yeah. Wow. No, you get a secret TV. Put it in your closet in the bathroom or something. Again, like this, this starts taking place. it to the next level. Jeez, you're always in your closet. Can you come out? What would you be watching on your secret TV, Greg? Like if, if you were trying to set only an, sports. If you're yeah. trying to set an example for Riley, but you want to have that second TV. What is it? Oh no, I'm I'm only watching sports, Andy. You know that that would be the only thing in my privacy that I'm watching in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy to me. The idea that somebody. You know, with mere connections and somebody in the industry with a child only has one TV. Yeah, I mean, but again, I don't want her to have a TV in her room. I'm not going to put one in mine because I think the bedroom is only for two things. Uh, sleeping and reading, of wow. course. Mm. Um, <laughs> nice humble brag there, Bergman. <laughs> no, it's just in general. I feel like that's just in general. That's for everybody. Ladies, he's out way. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to read. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't need to put any TVs anywhere else. All right, we just need to make Momo laugh a little bit. I think that's that the most funny. important thing. How many TVs do you guys have? Like, okay, let me, should I count? Let's see. One, we have one in the guest bedroom. Mm-hmm. We have one in the living room, one in my bedroom, and one in the garage where the workout equipment is. Four. Yeah, we have four too. Yeah. We've got one in the den, one in my bedroom, one in my daughter's bedroom, and one in the garage, which is also the yeah. workout space. Yeah. Gotta have a TV in the workout room. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's actually kind of become my place to watch sports too. Really? Yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go work out. I'm gonna go work out. Like, Your let's... Momo cave? Yeah, it is. I was gonna say, it's like a woman cave. Yeah, it is. It's like, cause I have all my, I have like the boxing bag, I have my Pilates machine, I have the the elliptical and the TV, little weights, you know. Nice. Yeah. I'll go out there and disappear for an hour while the end of the Laker game is on. That's <laughs> great. All right. Speaking of the Lakers, yeah. because you've got all of the trade deadline stuff fresh on your mind. You have a TikTok up right now, I believe, of on ESPN. Yeah. Me like, and Bri. Yeah, a, a TikTok, by the way, like a TikTok of how a story went yeah, down, not a TikTok go. video. It's a rollicking read. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the opposite of a TikTok video. It is right? the, the TikTok video is everything you need to know in 30 seconds, and this is like everything you need to know in 2,000 words. I'm not going to lie. I would watch a TikTok video, though, of you and Windhorse. That would be- It actually would be pretty funny. It would be pretty awkward. Should have seen us in the green room like yesterday. Five-hour well, show. Maybe. It was a long show, and people were getting hangry and punchy. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe we can talk about that coming up next, but we are going to get into the Lakers, the moves they made in the deadline. What does it all mean for this season and the future? Andy Kamenetsky, Ramona Shelburne, in for the guys, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Left shark, right shark. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> wow. That's what this was. I completely forgot about the left shark, right shark. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing that I remember about this whole thing. Was, yeah, that, like, was it left shark or right shark that started trending? Right one. The right one? Yeah, right one shark. Right it was shark. right shark. Oh, my God. <laughs> Katy Perry and the left shark, right shark. Which one? Does it say, Jorge, which one this is? Uh, The year, you mean? Yeah, what year this was? Uh, let me look it up. Andy Kamenetsky, Ramona Shelburne, in for the guys. Momo is on an important phone call. She'll be joining, rejoining us in just a second, but we're going to try to track down this info about the left or the right shark. This w- <laughs> it's important. This was a big 16, deal. 2016. 2016. 20. Wow. It's fitting, actually, because 2016 was just a weird, weird year in general. Just a strange year. Might as well have a weird controversy with a left and a right shark. <laughs> right. What, what was 2016 that made it so weird? I mean, it was a weird presidential election. Oh, 2016 okay, was the year yeah. of a lot of, remember, it was a lot of big deaths. Oh. Like a lot of. Yes. Was big, that, the, was that uh, Bowie? Bowie, Prince, Ali. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> there, there, turn it, turn it, Jorge. Look, there's the shark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. So that Super Bowl, by the way, was Super Bowl Fifty, and it was the Broncos versus the Panthers, and the Broncos won twenty four ten. That was the the uh, Peyton Manning. Super yeah, Bowl. it was the Broncos almost winning in spite of Peyton. It was in spite of him. Von Miller was the MVP. Yes, and it was it was the, because the defense was so good. I don't even think Peyton got it down for. Could pass further than five yards down the field. Yeah. Oh no. The, remember, was this was him post neck surgery, yeah. and like I remember, he came back to football and we're like, "Can you walk?" Yeah. Right. Like, Wasn't Brock Osweiler the the starting yes, quarterback for most Brock of the year? Osweiler, <laughs> and he got this gigantic contract with Houston because of it. Oh my <laughs> god! I forgot about that. Brock Osweiler. So we're going to be uh, walking you down memory lane with the Super Bowl halftime shows throughout the day. Okay, speaking of that, I do though, love Left Shark, Right Shark. Though. That Left Shark, Right Shark was amazing. But you, okay, the Super Bowl is obviously this Sunday. Right. A lot of attention because Rihanna's playing at halftime. Excited for that. We were talking about this though before the show began. Greg and Momo is Super Bowl culture still a thing like the game is the game like the game is going to be big I, I think it's actually going to be a great game I think this Eagles Chiefs this should be really good mm-hmm. but like and maybe this is just me getting older or whatever I don't know anybody who's having a Super Bowl party like a real yeah, Super Bowl party I don't either all the commercials we see them ahead of the Super Bowl like they all end up going viral now before the Super Bowl begins because you know that was always part of the culture and now you know, there'll be a few surprises, but a lot of these we've already seen. Like, other than, I guess, the halftime show? Yeah. Does Super Bowl culture still exist anymore? I mean, but we also may not be the right people to ask. We're old and washed? Yeah, and we have kids and stuff. Okay, right? Jorge, you're younger, less washed with a, a child. Too, yeah, I have a kid, too, though. Okay, does Super Bowl culture still exist for like, you? Are people, like, I bet Emily's having a party. She is actually I think. like she's kind of younger and hipper. She's hosting a Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. party this year. You yeah. know, like like she she you know how you can tell people who are like not parents and have like their pulse on pop culture. Okay? <laughs> they look happy. <laughs> <laughs> they look rested. Um, no, they they watch Game of Thrones and listen to three podcasts on it. Yeah, I just watched Game of Thrones. I don't have the time to listen to the podcast and like break down the fan theories and break down all the other. And so I call people like Emily and say, hey, what are they saying on the pods? Is Emily your connection? Yeah, she's my she's my hookup. Yeah. You know, it's funny for me with like the podcasts and this speaks to being a parent and working and all the other stuff. All my podcasts come in either dry, like drop off pickup for school, multiple dog walks per day like working out like you have to squeeze them all in like and some of them are kind of like work research like you know a lot of NBA podcasts stuff like that that you're basically doing work research of one type or another but like the idea of actually being able to sit down like sit relaxed listening to a podcast I have no idea what that's like 
Yeah, I I do it in the car. I listen to oh, podcasts, yeah. and then you know what my 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 time like the Momo time is now. Okay, wait. Let me see if I can guess. Okay, I'm gonna write something down. I'm gonna okay. see if this is right. Okay, he's Here writing it down. It is from about nine p.m. until midnight every night after I put both kids down, and I have an, a couple hours to go for a walk listen to podcasts, call my friends, watch a show. And then I used to stay up till like two in the morning, but like now I'm like by midnight, I'm like, oh, got to get to bed. We like preschool drop off in the morning. But like those three hours, I hold sacred. (laughs) (laughs) Like do not bother me with anything trivial during those three hours. Norville's not allowed to speak with you? No, he goes to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like... Good night. Go, go, go. I thought, okay, I thought you were going to be picking a place as opposed to like oh. the time of day. Okay. I wrote down grocery shopping. Oh, no, we're all, we're an Instacart family. Really? Yeah. There you go. It's the best way to yeah. go. I love Instacart. Yeah. I don't no? like it. I like walking the aisles, man. Yeah. Well, yes. for yeah. me, it's the, I get the time to myself. Exactly. I volunteer for every single grocery run. Like and and my wife wants the same thing too. Like we often argue over who gets to do the grocery run. Don't you hate this? Like you're paying, you're walking out. Oh, by the way, don't forget the mail. Oh, and so- oh. <laughs> no, I love that. It, it means I get to go back in. I get to go back in, spend more time in the aisles. It's great. I hope I forgot something. Sure, no problem. Let me put this stuff down. I'll go oh. back in. If you if there's anything else you need, please oh, I, let me I know. Always. I always text before I leave. I'm like, anything you need? Like, anything, whatever? Like, anything that keeps me out of that place. You need me to go to Costco, too? Yeah. I can oh. stop there. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I will sometimes do, like, a Trader Joe's yeah. and Ralph's run, even though I yeah. could probably solve it all at one. I want to extend this thing. Yeah. Like, that's that's the solitude place. Yeah, I get that. For me, it's my walks. Like, I go for a walk almost every day. That's probably why I sound like this, because, like, there's so much pollen in the air every time I go for a walk. It's like, oh, why are my eyes at you again? The walks are nice, though. Yeah, they are nice. That That is a really good time to, like, call your friends and listen to podcasts. So, like, but the, the Super Bowl culture question, though, like, Gre- uh, Jorge, are you are you uh, hosting anything? Like, No, I'm going to a party, actually. Okay, so you're yeah. going to a party. Is this party hosted by younger people, older people? How's this working? I think it's a mix. Okay. Yeah. Bergman, is just you and your daughter It's bored? just me and my daughter. Yeah, I mean, I have not been... I mean, usually I go to my brother's house, but he has a newborn, and there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, so you can't really pay attention. So I think it's just going to be me and Rye just sitting around watching the game. And actually, she'll be on her iPad because she'll hate me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just... It's funny. I don't know anybody really doing anything for the Super Bowl. And I, like, I don't know how much of this changed... Like during the pandemic, I know. I think it might have been a COVID thing because you know there like those time of gatherings were the ones that everybody was afraid of, right? And to me, like Michelle Beadle used to throw like this great Super Bowl party every year. Do you remember that? Yeah, I I never went to one, but I I knew they existed. Yeah, I'd hear it was about like them. when you could score an invitation to the like the Beatles Super Bowl Ooh. party, like you were pretty special. She would get a taco truck to come to the party. And she would like, it was like 60 people there. So it was like that fun group communal experience to like watch it all together. I've heard Beetle is an incredible host. Yeah. Good host. She cooks stuff. And then the stuff she doesn't cook, there's a taco truck. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty good. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I... So like, it was really fun to have like a place to go. I, I think that's like a life goal, right? To be like, have a nice enough house and, and be able to host a grand event like that for like all your friends and family. That's fun. A buddy of mine who he's, he's in TV, he's a show runner. He's, he's done pretty well. He, he just threw a belated 40th birthday for his wife and they did something like that where they had like an actual bar with professional bartenders set up. They had like a taco truck uh, type set up as well. And there's enough space in the house and like enough levels That's for awesome. something like that yeah. where it, like it felt like a proper yeah it felt so proper adult birthday party yeah. that without it being said on the invitation dress nice yeah everybody ended up dressing nice huh. so okay so what is the key to like because to me i i really like to host and entertain and i almost have it automated at this point like i but i'm mostly doing like play dates and family gatherings hosting for like friends and colleagues and family like that's a whole other thing where you actually like I actually you have to like dress nicely and clean the house and make sure that 
everybody feels like it's an event as opposed to like when I host, I'm just like, go ahead and jump in the ball pit, all you kiddos. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the energy to be the host. Yeah. Like I think I'm a good guest at a party. Yeah. I dr- like my wife always wants to host stuff. Yeah. And I like to host. I allow it. You know, I'm not gonna But then argue. you don't have to go anywhere. I'd rather go somewhere. Like oh, okay. I I don't want to deal with the lead up yeah. to the hosting. Like you said, all the cleaning, like all of the you know, making sure that the place looks right. Do you have everything you need? Are there enough chairs? Did you plan enough food? Like for me, all that lead up feels like stress. Yeah, I get that. It, yeah, it does. But it's also, um, if you have it, everything in life to me, especially when you get like more and more overloaded with, with kid stuff and work stuff and life stuff, is all about automating things. Like like the Steve Jobs theory. Just wear the same black turtleneck to everything. Don't think about what you wear every day. So I have like a rotation of like probably 10 outfits that I wear. That's it. That'll work. My my daughter actually, by the way, has yeah. kind of fallen into that. Like, we wash the clothes, yeah. But it feels like she wears the same the clothes same things all the every time. day. And then you know what? When I go to pick her up, I notice all of her friends are doing the exact same yeah. thing too. Yeah. So there you have it. All right, coming up, the wheel of Ooh. questions. Be listening, by the way, too, throughout the show for Momo's lie. She may have been telling it right now. You have no idea. Andy Kamenetsky, Ramona Shelburne, in for the guys. Seven ten ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Let's just say you hit your head on a Uh rock. Hard, hard fall on a rock. Yeah. It affects your brain, speech patterns. Okay. You are only allowed to say a single phrase to everything for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. Did Ireland write (laughs) this question? Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Okay. You hit your head on a rock, <laughs> and now you are able to say a single phrase to everything for the rest of your life. Only able to say one phrase for the rest uh-huh. of your life. What is it? <laughs> Can I go first? Phrase? Yeah, Jorge, go you ahead, go Jorge. first. Dude, WTF. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. That is a good answer. Good answer. Uh, I got one. Go ahead. Hmm. Let me think about that and get back to you. For everything. For everything? For everything. Let me think about that and get back to you. The problem with it is- Hi, let me think about that and get back to you. (laughs) Dude, WTF. (laughs) The problem with that one is what if you want it right away? Yeah. Like if you want something right away, whatever it is, and you immediately have to respond. Like unless you're just going to be like, let me think about it right away and then act on it. I mean, you can act, you can do things. I just can only say, let me think about that and get right back to you. Interesting. Momo? I reject the premise. Of this question. <laughs> that's against the show rules, Momo. No, that's the that's the that's, oh, the, that's answer. the answer. Yeah. Oh, I reject. Boy, Momo is in a mood. <laughs> I reject the premise of this question. Right? Like, do you do you want some water? I reject the premise of this question. <laughs> Actually, kind of funny. It is pretty good, right? Yeah. Andy? I think the most practical answer yeah. to this, if you actually had to find the one that maybe would help you the most, would just be thank you. Yeah, that's probably good. It's hard to go I wrong with you. thank you. I love you. Thank I love you. you could get you in a little trouble depending yeah, on yeah, who true, it is. True, true. But it's hard to go wrong with thank you. Yeah. Hi, Andy. 
Thank you. <laughs> I got one. Thank you. Right, what you got? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Good afternoon. If you've yeah. seen the movie, then it all works. Yeah. yeah by For the- everything. <laughs> you know what this is like? This question is like the guy from Breaking Bad. Uh, was the was the the one who has the 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 tapper? Oh, um, Junior. Or what is oh God, what is his name? Oh the, my God, the grandfather with the, with the, the bell. bell. Yeah. Oh, what is his name? And he Say like communicates through the bell. Okay, I got. I I'm blanking now. That I guy from Breaking Bad, but he, yeah. you know, uh, it's on the he tip got of my his, tongue. He got his he got his point across. Oh, Hector Salamanca. Hector Salamanca. Yeah. I'm so Hector upset Salamanca. that I didn't have that on top of my head. I know. I'm, I'm actually embarrassed that I, I've seen every episode of Breaking Bad and every episode of Better Call Saul multiple times. It's embarrassing I had to look that up. Yeah. You just want to tap a bell for your answer then? Is that what's I happening? think that's probably good, actually. Yeah. Because then you're expanding your repertoire of responses. <laughs> people are like, I don't know what that bell means. Like people, you know, one for yes, two for no. I mean, three for help. <laughs> yeah, the problem is, though, you lose count. Everybody has to start all over again. If you're like Hector, then you're just tapping, 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 yeah. tapping. Yeah, he got his point across. Well, People he knew well, what he was talking about. It, yeah. it helps to be the head of a cartel. Like, yeah, you get your point across pretty well. Okay, Momo, you, uh, before the break, or during the break. Yeah. Thank you. By the you, way, did, did like John Ireland like send that in? That was like a morbid Ireland. I'm not going to lie. It was already on the, the Google Doc. And we yeah. were like, oh, that's an interesting question. And it just wasn't interesting yeah. okay. in practice. It kind of horrified Momo. Yeah, <laughs> a I was little, like, a little bit. You would make Momo feel better. A Bud Light. And it's a Bud Light yeah. football Friday on 710 ESPN. Getting you pumped up for what's on tap. Super Bowl Sunday presented by Bud Light. Make Bud Light your game day beer. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Must be 21 or older. Please enjoy responsibly. What Anthony- else was in the Google Doc? Anthony Davis uh, yeah. had to take questions last night after the loss to the Bucks. one where he did not play great in this game anyway. He had some pockets where he looked good, but he was also dealing with foul trouble, particularly that affected him on the defensive end. There were a couple drives where he basically had his hands in his pockets because there was yeah. nothing else to do. And Yeah, he just looked like... Like, I don't know. I was like, did his dog die or something? Like, he just looks like upset all game. Well, this is on the heels of the Oklahoma City game on Tuesday where LeBron makes history, passing yep. Kareem as the all time yep. leading scorer. And another game where the Lakers lost, AD did not play well in that game. Yeah. And had some mopey energy, including yep. during a moment when LeBron actually hit the jumper to become yeah. the all time leading scorer. Everybody seemingly in the building is standing except AD. He ends up having to take questions about this and said this. Sad about the game. I mean, we're losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder, a game we needed. And I was pissed off that we were losing. It's that simple. I mean, it's nothing had to do with, with Braun. He knows that. I mean, everybody else outside looking in, that's their opinion. But I was pissed off that we were losing. Much ado about nothing, or do you think there's more to this, Momo? Um, I think as much to do about nothing. Like, to be honest, I, I made a couple calls on this because that video was not good. Like, the video of him that was shot from behind the Laker bench where he's like, the entire arena is up, like, breathlessly. Oh, my God, LeBron made the shot. And it was like this, like, perfect moment. And everyone stopped whatever they were going through and, like, just appreciated that. Like, it was all the feels. It was very emo, right? Did I, did I do use those terms right? believe so. Are any of us young enough to know if I did? I think it sounded about right. Sounded good? It sounded like something my daughter would say. All the feels and emo and all that. Okay. Um, And then Anthony Davis was like, just like moping on the bench. Okay. Bad look. You got to have an appreciation for the moment. You also have been doing this long enough to know that the cameras are on you at all time, no matter where you are. Like, Like, I'm not famous the way Anthony Davis is famous. Like, he cannot go to Starbucks 
and have a moment of frustration with the barista because the the venti iced coffee isn't ready. Oh, that's gonna be a problem, right? Like, I mean, like I do before the show. I'm like, come on, I'm gonna go on air. <laughs> I I put this on the app ten minutes ago. Do they dread you coming in? No, I don't say anything. But I but I'm just like, hey, do you have anything for Ramona back there? It's a mobile order. Like like I. But now I just order it way earlier, right? Because I don't trust them. So, but like I I am aware that if I you know, pull a Karen or something. If I have a little moment in public and I'm acting like that, it's it, somebody could get a cell phone out and make me look really bad. I'm always aware of that. So are NBA players. And I think that, like, in that moment, like, he had to have a better sense of what's going on. Plus, all his body language on the court, like, people used to talk about that with Jay Cutler, right? Bad body language, bad body language. Like He's got bad resting face. Jay Cutler. Yeah. He's got terrible yeah. resting face. And like people know that, but I think for AD, like I, I really do, like I have dug into this, like in calling people who, you know, of course they're going to try to spin something, but like I I actually think it fits a pattern with him, which is that when he is not playing well and the team is losing and he's frustrated, he gets down. Like he just gets down and, you know, it's hard to snap out of it sometimes, you know, like even right now, like you can tell I am distracted by one. I'm sort of delirious, right? Because I didn't sleep very much the last like week. But there's like, you know, there's just other stuff going on, like professionally stuff, like emails I have to answer sometimes. But like between you and I, like you could probably see it on my face, but like you have to not show it on the air, right? Yeah. Like you have, oh, I'm a little harried. Okay. But, like, it's fine. Like, relax. Just do the show. It's okay. Like, and that's where I think with AD, he's just got to work on that, man. Like, it's just got to, because you are the leader, you are one of the leaders on the team, and when you're like that, everybody else sees it, and they feed off of that. Well, I mean, for what it's worth, his explanation is what I thought it was in the moment. I I really do. I really think it is. I my immediate reaction was he's clearly mad that they're losing, and he's not playing well in this game that they're not losing. I mean, that they're not winning. And I think AD is also aware of the idea that since he's come back, the Lakers have not played any better. He has not really looked the same before that injury. And I think he's also aware that he's the guy more than anybody that is going to be pointed towards as he can't be relied on. He's not the guy that LeBron should be passing the baton to. Maybe the Lakers need to go in a different direction. Well, so I wouldn't go that far. I think he literally, legitimately, like from people who have known him for a long time, this is a pattern with him that he just, he doesn't like losing. He gets frustrated. He gets down, especially because in that game against Oklahoma City, like part of this was the Russ factor. Russ was not getting him the ball they were not feeding him and in in the time that he's come back part of it took Braun a couple of games to a couple longer games to get there because he was making sure AD was involved well in that game Braun was trying to break the scoring record and so he wasn't facilitating for Anthony in the way that he normally does so if Braun's not getting him involved and Russ is not getting him involved, like big men they kind of drift when when you don't feed them and so I and he get can it. drift anyway and he can, he can drift, drift anyway. anyway. Yeah, and they're losing, and they all feel their season and their title chances slipping away with every game. Like, I get it. I get why he was down. And, and in some ways, I respect it because, like, he cares more about winning. Like, that's like the scoring record was great. He's super, I mean, he and Braun are really close. Yeah. And like, they're like that. There's nothing wrong with those two guys. And that incident with Russ at halftime, by all accounts, Andy, it was not cool. Like, like Darvin Ham like ripped the whole team for not playing defense, but but Russ was like the focus of some of that because he did the sort of slow walk off the court, and there was like a you know you got to give respect to get respect, and there was like a discussion back and forth between Darvin and Russ in the locker room, and it's just like so much drama. Like no one needs to be a part of that, right? Like nobody needs to be nobody. Like whenever you're around somebody else's drama, you're like ugh. Like and and we're losing and it's supposed to be bronze night. I just think he was. I just think he was bummed out. Yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot going on with this team yeah. right now. They have very very little time to get themselves like forget just the playoff yeah. mix, like the play in mix. Yeah. Like they they have to play extremely well, and they only have 26 games to make it happen. Yeah. They all really matter. So, yeah, it was 
weird body language for yeah. AD, and it was a really awkward moment. But I agree yeah. with you. I don't think it should be read into any further. Are the Eagles potentially in a place with this Super Bowl that the Rams have experienced before? Talk about that coming up next. Andy Kamenetsky, Momo, in for the guys, 710 ESPN.